Christmas gifts, please.
appreciate for this time. So I'm going to call up uh, Basil and Cheryl, and they're going to come and, and her kids. They're going to come and light the Advent candles. Hello. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Wonderful Christmas Eve. Um, our family has the privilege of doing the Advent um, this Christmas Eve service, and uh, we've been doing it as a church every Sunday leading up to this service, so uh, each Sunday was one of the candles, and today we're going to light the middle candle, which is the Christ candle. And so uh, I'm going to ask the boys some questions. Um, what does Advent mean, guys? Preparing Jesus' birthday. Amen. And? Do you know? <laughs> preparing is coming again. That's right. Thank you. Preparing for Jesus' birthday and preparing for him to come again. And why is the wreath in a circle? Because never ending love. God never ending love. Keeps going. Yeah, like a circle keeps going. God's love doesn't end. And who wants to answer, why is the wreath green? Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it represents resurrection life. That's right. And what about the flames? Why do we light the candles? Ishmael, do you want to answer that? No? A wrong? Yes? represent the light of Christ, the big light of God. And so um, on Christmas morning, there was an angel that appeared to Mary. She was a teenage girl that was engaged to Joseph. And I don't know if many of you have seen an angel before, but Mary hadn't seen an angel. So she was shocked and in awe. And the angel said to her, don't be afraid. You have been chosen to bear God's child, God's son. And at first she didn't know what to say. And eventually she said, be it unto me according to your word. God, I am ready for whatever you have for me. And similarly, the angel came to Joseph, Mary's fiance, and said, your, your fiance is about to have a baby. Don't worry, you know it's not from you, I know it's not from you. It's from God. And you will call his name Jesus. Boys, do you know what Jesus means? Because God will come down as a human to rescue his people. Uh, and so Mary and Joseph went to register uh, for the taxes, and they had to travel down to Bethlehem. And they went down to this new city, and looking for a place to stay, there was no vacancies. And so they stayed in the lower 
floor, lower floor of a house, which is where the barns were, where the animals were kept. And Jesus was uh, put into a feeding trough. That's where he had to lay his head because there was no place for him to stay. The people would normally stay on the second floor. And all the places were occupied. And Jesus was wrapped in uh, clothes that are normally reserved for a sacrificial lamb, swaddling clothes. And so it is in this way that the prophets foretold that Jesus would come and he would be the Messiah that would rescue his people. And so tonight we stand in awe and wonder and amazement at this God who would come down to us and become one of us and then tether himself to his creation that he, the God of the universe, would become a baby. And so we remember in awe and we light these candles. Um, purple is the first week we did, which was hope, remembering the hope that God gives us in the Messiah that he would send. And the second purple candle is the peace that God supplies in Jesus. And the pink candle is the joy uh, where the angels announced this is the, the news of great joy we have in Jesus coming. And the final purple candle is love we did last Sunday, uh, which is how Jesus came to show us and to tell us the love of God. And then tonight we light the middle candle, the Christ candle, which is white and represents the purity and the light that is in Christ and remembering him who was a baby and who did say, I am the light of the world. Uh, and so let's pray together. Father, we thank you that you came uh, to be a baby, as fragile as we humans are. You came to be like us in every way so that we might become like you and enter into your life should we accept that invitation. And so we give you glory for this beautiful time of year that we remember who you are and live into the reality of your life for us. Uh, come, Lord Jesus, come. Can we say that together? Come, come Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus, come. God having his presence, he's just letting us have him, and he's giving us a joyful time. It's God's birthday celebrating Jesus's birthday. We celebrate Jesus was born. It's all about Jesus when he was born and on his birthday. So there's this lady named Mary and an angel comes to her. Mary, she was praying, an angel just popped up out of nowhere. She was like, whoa. And the angel says, you will have a baby. Yeah. And she's nervous and she's kind of excited though. And she doesn't know what's gonna happen. So she comes to tell um, Joseph, her husband. Joseph found out when um, Mary told him. Joseph, I'm gonna have a baby. And they traveled to Bethlehem because they had to travel over there to be counted. They go through a hard traveling and they go like five miles. So Mary got to go on a donkey. A camel. 
a horsey. No, actually donkey. Yeah, because she had a baby. And Joseph, he walked because she didn't have a baby. Then they get to Bethlehem and they're trying to find some inns. They walked until they got to these hotels. No, and everybody's like, no, I don't have any room. Sorry, my whole family's in. All the other um, hospitals uh, were um, packed, so they had to go to a uh, stable. It's all all um, white pets. No, it's all like where it's cows and horses and stuff. A dinosaur, a fish, and then they build a nest for the. A nest? Is he a bird? No. And then baby Jesus is born in a stable after they look all night. Then angels appear to some shepherds out in the field, and they're, and he, and they're like, Look, guys, they're having a baby. Then the wise men are following the star to Bethlehem, and they found out the star said, Come and see baby Jesus. And they brought prizes. Uh, baby toys. No, actually, a police officer, a police officer truck, and Jane. Like gold and a lot of cool stuff to um, baby Jesus. And then the angels gave them flowers and then say congratulations and everyone. And he was happy, and that's the story of Christmas. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Christmas is kind of like If you'd like to stand and join us and sing and celebrate tonight, you're welcome to do that. Or you can sit if you want. God bless you, merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Praises, oh, do it in this place, and with true love and brotherhood. 
Sailor Quinn at this time. and I and uh, Rhonda as well, of course. Um, just want to thank all of you and uh, regulars who attend our church. We love you guys and uh, appreciate um, um, those who make up this church. And I uh, really just want to uh, say thank you. And we do have candy canes because it's candy cane time. There's always Christmas Eve service to hand out candy canes to anybody who wants them. I know probably all the kids are full of sugar. So these are up to the parents whether they eat them or not. But, uh, but these are cool candies, as we always say, uh, cool candies at Christmas because they do remind us of Jesus because you got J for Jesus and shepherd's staff, like a shepherd's staff, and 
white on them to uh, remind us of the purity of Jesus, green to remind us of the, uh, the life in Jesus, red to remind us of his death on the cross, and so a cool candy to remind us about Jesus at Christmas time. So if anyone would like a candy, you're welcome to come up here, and if you want to eat it during the service, you're welcome to. Um, adults included, if you really want candy.
Should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. 
Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes, cloths, lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned to glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Now, just a short Christmas thought here, and then we'll light our candles. Um, how many of you have ever received, like, a really bad gift? You know, you know gift that you got, or you're just like, uh, How many of you, uh, the, you got that gift from the person you're sitting next to? You don't. Put up your hand. <laughs> but we know sometimes we, we get gifts that maybe is not our, not our favorite thing, but we know if that gift is given in love, that it has great meaning, even though it's not maybe I, our uh, ideal gift. Um, a gift that maybe is not our favorite thing that's given in love often means more than a gift that we really like that is not given in love. Uh, because love is, is so important to us. In fact, as most psychologists will tell us, that love is one of those that things that, that all humans, we, we desperately need, we need love. Uh, love has the ability to take even a Christmas that is not ideal, and it's able to make a non-ideal Christmas uh, beautiful. Uh, there's an old story of a, a, a gal by the name of Marjorie uh, Truscott who lived during the Great Depression, was married, and uh, had a little child, a young, young boy named Pete, and uh, they weren't able to afford Christmas presents that Christmas because it was the Depression, and, and so they decided as a family that the, what they would do is that they would just draw pictures of what they would like to give each other, you know, if they were rich, and so Christmas Day comes along, and and, and dad gives mom a, a picture of a diamond ring and a nice fur coat. And she's like, wow, this is, this is wonderful. And, and mom gives dad a picture of a Cadillac limousine back from those days. And, and, uh, and they give little Pete, you know, a picture of a, of a tent and, and some toys. And then, and then it's little Pete's turn. And uh, he just, all he has in his picture is three little stick figures. And he has the word us underneath. Um... And Margie would say for the rest of her life that that was one of the greatest, most meaningful Christmas ev uh, Christmases that they ever had. Even though they had no nothing from a worldly standpoint, but they had everything because they had love. I mean, love is super powerful. And this is why when God gives love, um, it brings meaning into the Christmas story that the idea of love actually came down in, in Jesus. There's an old poem written by a gal named Christina from 1800s and. The, the poem was called, Love Came Down at Christmas. And uh, one of the lines says, Love came down at Christmas. Love all lovely, love divine. Love was born at Christmas. Star and angel gave the sign. And there's truth to that because the Bible says in 1 John 4, 8 that God is love. And then in John chapter 1, verse 14, it says that God became human and made his dwelling among us. That's the Christmas story. 
that God, who is love, came down and, and lived among us. And God's love is especially unique because it is love that will seep into the darkest areas of, of our heart. I mean, our love for each other sometimes is just kind of superficial. Um, um, you know, sometimes love between people can be dependent on certain things. And uh, God's love is unique that it just goes into the deep, deepest and the darkest areas of our life and, and shines grace and forgiveness on those areas. Uh, love, you could say, is, is like water. God's love is like water. Uh, that love always flows downhill. Uh, love always flows to the, to the lowest point. If you dump water on your deck and it's got cracks in it, the, the water will seep through the cracks to those lower areas. Or if you, you throw it in your yard, it'll seep into, the, into any hole or divot because water flows towards those lowest areas. And so too God's love. It flows to the lowest areas of our life and it's filled with love and forgiveness and grace. Dark areas that we might hide from others or, uh, you know, we might think, I don't want anybody to know about those things in my life because if they knew, then they wouldn't love me anymore. But, but God already knows about those things. And his love, when you open your heart to his love, it seeps into those crevices. And, and, and this is pictured in the Christmas story, of course, because when Jesus came down, uh, you know, he, he didn't show up in a, you know, a, a beautiful hospital or a, a mansion owned by the kings. He, he showed up in a, you know, the, the basement area where animals were kept. And the first visitors uh, were not the religious elite. They were not the big political leaders. They weren't the kings. It was shepherds who were considered kind of outcasts and lowlife in those days. And, and the message of Jesus first goes out to shepherds. And they're some of the first visitors to Jesus because God's love that comes down, it seeps to the lowest areas. And of course, as Jesus lived, he, again, hung out with tax collectors and sinners because love flows down to those dark areas. And, and we all have those dark areas in our lives. And uh, I just encourage you this Christmas to just to open up your heart to that love that God has because it is so filled with grace and can touch and renew and transform uh, any area of, of your life. In Romans 8, it, uh, it says this, I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below, indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, that on Christmas, love came down, and that love is calling all of us. And at the end of this uh, service, I'm going to do that right now, we're going to light up our candles, and as, as we light those candles, it's to remember Jesus, the light of the world, but it's also to re remind us that that light is calling us, calling to us, and God's love is calling to us to reach into our heart to transform us and even those dark areas of our life. And so as we finish off and sing some carols, and light our candles. Maybe as you hold that candle, you just want to pray just a simple prayer. Maybe you've never even prayed before. Just a simple prayer. You might just say, God, would you, would you touch those areas of my life that are dark? God, I need you this Christmas. Would you meet me in a special way? And so it's a time when we're going to open our hearts up to Christ who came down to open ourselves up to the Christmas story. And so I'm going to invite the candle lighters forward. And the candle lighters are going to come forward and light the candle from the center candle. And then they're going to go down the aisles and so just a reminder not to tip the lit candle, but to tip the unlit candle. And so as the uh, flame goes down, just pass it around this room, pass it down the aisles, and we're going to finish off with a, uh, with a few carols. So let's stand together.
And Father, we just thank you, God, for love come down at Christmas. God, we thank you that in you there is hope, and in you there is grace, and in you is strength. And God, right now we just celebrate the light that you are, the light of our lives, God, the, the love that you are that penetrates even to the darkest areas. So God, we give thanks to you this Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's light up our candles. A new and glorious 
like to end our service uh, by wishing you a very Merry Christmas with, we wish you a Merry Christmas.